How's everybody doing tonight? Welcome to Ike Live. This is a special Monday night episode of Ike Live. Sitting in the co-host chair tonight, you're going to look and you're going to say, man, that's not the gruesome Pete Glusa I normally know. This is a handsome, fat-headed man, Dave Brodzik, in the house tonight. How are you doing tonight, Dave? Feeling very handsome and fat-headed, man. That's, That's right. Yeah. It's good to have a fat head. Where is Pete, by the way? No one, no one told me what, uh, why he was missing. Pete's on vacation. We think he's at the Holiday Inn in Runnymede off Exit 3. <laughs> he's doing a big, big vacation with the family Third vacation, at Holiday yeah. Inn. Third vacation this week. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. I know you've got a busy work week ahead of you, uh, and hopefully we'll provide you a little entertainment tonight. we got a great show tonight in store for you. In studio guest very good friend of mine i'm so excited to have him and his beautiful wife in the house tonight caleb summerall is in the house in the studio so excited to have him here also josh bertrand recent winner of the bass elite event up on the thousand islands is going to be joining us on skype also got a special guest joining us a little later i'm going to leave you guys in suspense but as usual ike live show is brought to you by many amazing sponsors couldn't happen without these guys First and foremost, line cutters. Uh, man, line cutters, you know I've said it before and I've said it again. Cuts like butter. And I'm real excited. I want to show you. I'm going to get Brian DeCarpenter to do a close-up. Here's my Ike Flambeau bag. You know I use all the time, especially shooting my new show. going to be out in that geo. We've got a brand new, <laughs> we've got a brand new line cutters product, the Zipper Pull. Look at that, Dave. That's pretty rad, dude. Yeah, really cool. Attaches to a zipper. Uh, uh, a hatch, uh, a latch, anything you could attach it to, and it's that same great line cutter system at your fingertips, cut in line like butter, including like 200-pound braid, Dave, if you're after a grouper. Uh, go to linecutters.com, check out their great products, including the new zipper pull. Also brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. We're the one and only live video podcast that will be doing another unboxing tonight. Um, and I got to tell you something, you know, Dave, they, they, we said it before, it's like Christmas to your door once a month. But listen to this. We're going to do a special promotion tonight, okay? okay? Yep. And we're going to, normally we wait for the promotions. We're going to do this one right up the giddy. So if you're watching early and you're not going to get a coffee or a beer or whatever you're doing before the regular show starts, listen to me. Here it goes, okay? We're going to give away a signed MTB shirt. And that's going to be signed by everybody in this room tonight. Really special, one-of-a-kind shirt. And all you have to do is answer this question. And here it goes. Who did Carl Von Dibble, that's the other KVD, Yep. Dave, it's not the regular KVD. Copy that. Carl Von Dibble. Who did Carl Von Dibble get into a fight with in the office last week? Okay? <laughs> Little hint here. If you don't know the answer, go check out the recent video on the MTB YouTube channel. And right now, we're going to take the first winner, the first winner that gets that right. It's going to win that shirt, Dave. Mystery Tackle Box shirt. Very unique. What do you think about that? I'm dying to know why they fought, too. I don't know. We're going to find out. Uh, also brought to you by Hobie Kayaks. Uh, kayak Fishing's changing the world. Here's the big thing I want to tell you guys right now. Just announced days ago... The 2019 Hobie Mirage Outback, I was really lucky, Dave, to sit in one before anybody else. It's a kayak that's going to really fit a niche. 
It's um, it's light. It's fast. It stores well. If you've got a car or a truck, um, there's no slap like in the old Outbacks. You can stand up in this thing. It fishes so well. And, of course, the Outback comes in at a great price, and people are going to love it. So Hobie Kayaks, please, if you're watching right now listening, check out the new 2019 Hobie Mirage Outback. It's a great kayak. Dave, you want to you wanna jump in here with uh, with any of them? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, here we go, guys. Liquid Mayhem. Yes. Uh, promo code IkeLive25. Get 25% off. All the popular flavors. Shad, garlic, mayo, crawl, garlic, crawl. La 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 leech. We always put that in there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I said I wasn't going to say I, I hate saying la la leech, but Nightcrawler and Nice Crawfish. Oh, nice. All on the shelves. Clear, and you can still get the red. I like using the red for the crawl. Uh, you, can st- you can still find that. Let's see here. Uh, what else, Mike? Uh, what about Flambeau, Dave? Make, oh, make her a great tackle story. Love Love Flambeau. Flambeau's great stuff. Told the story how I flipped a, flipped a canoe playing around, doing things I should have been doing. Yeah. <laughs> and the boxes boxes <laughs> floated. I'm not lying. My jig box floated. I swear to God. I'll, I'll, I'll do a video right now. Throw them jigs right in it. It floats. It stays. It's that airtight. They're, it's pretty good stuff. More importantly, my most favorite thing they, they make for my kayak is they have a uh, like a sealed box. It's like the size of like, I don't know, like half this. An iPhone. I don't know. You know. Yeah, it's like an iPhone or maybe like a Big Mac box and a half, you know, and you can put like your stuff in there and totally keep it dry. Your phone, your keys, your wallet. What am I getting? Oscar music? To shut up? What was that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's his phone. <laughs> we thought it was another cheesy sound effect from our shit. That would have been good. That, that would have been, been good. Good yeah. sound off. I would have never done another ad again. It was. And Dave, let me remind everybody. Exactly. Let me remind everybody, along with that great testimony about Flambeau boxes floating, they're also uh, using the Z Rust product, which keep, keeps your hooks rust free. Go to the Flambeau website, FlambeauOutdoors.com. Use the promo code IKELIVE. 20% off anything on the Flambeau website, including hunting products if you're a hunter. Decoys, gun cases, all that stuff. Uh, also brought to you by Tackle Warehouse. Listen, very special promotion right now, Tackle Warehouse. If you buy one of the Ike Revo rods or reels on Tackle Warehouse right now, you'll get a free... Abu Garcia limited edition Ike tournament jersey, valued at fifty dollars. Uh, if you're if you're like Randy Flowers, you want to promote everybody, you know, all those lower level guys rocking jerseys. Check it out. Can, uh, I, can I just do you want do you want to talk about one of your rods later? The sure. one, the one or do you, now or later? Talk about it now. So listen, guys, Ike has a rod in the Ike series, and it's a seven foot eight spinning rod. Seven eight, big rod. And it's what I'm flipping with out of a kayak with a four thousand Revo reel. Because I've, I've learned, you know, in a kayak, I'm not that proficient with a baitcaster. I'm just not in a kayak yet. So, anyway, this rod, this 7-8 rod, it's all I'm flipping with. And with 20-pound braid, like, you're not snapping much off. you got to give it a try. Uh, it's a pretty it's a pretty badass rod, man. That, thank you. I that's like that Senko stick, right? Yeah, it's that a good long cast. It's a, it's a good long cast rod. But for, yeah. for being low in a kayak, it's the right but it, rod because you got a, leverage. It's got a 2080 bend in it. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. It, it, yep. it's straight as a board, and then and, and it goes 20 and down, yep, man. Yep. Like, it's a decent rod for flipping for flipping half-ounce jigs with 20-pound braid, man. It's, yep, it's, yep. Uh, also brought to you by TH Marine. TH Marine is the maker of great marine products from everything from a canoe to a Biggie Smalls yacht. Uh, and we're giving away nothing tonight every 10 minutes from TH Marine. Uh, also brought to you by Bash University. <laughs> Use the promo code TRYBU. Get 10 days free. Listen to me. Go try it. Go to Bash U, uh, TV, um, and use that promo code TRYBU. And 10 days free. And Friday. Friday night we'll be live here 
back in your studio with John Cruz, co-host and with Pete Glusick for Bass University TV Live. There you have but, it. But be you guys real quick. Go to YouTube, right? Look at some of the free stuff first. And that's the stuff that they're just putting out for public consumption. And, and you're going to learn something just from them. That's the stuff that these guys are putting out there for nothing. It's really worth it. It's worth its price. I mean, you, you got to check it out. Check out the free stuff, and then maybe it'll intrigue you to go buy uh, to go buy the actual product because it's 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 truly uh, it's good stuff. Also brought to you by Real Snot. Uh, you heard me say it before. Real Snot is changing the way you cast baits. Uh, listen to me. If you don't believe me, we did a Ike Live science experiment. Couple weeks ago, Brian the Carpenter, scientist, weird science. Yes, really awesome. We did a true scientific experiment. We cast a frog, Dave, as far as we could without real snot. We sprayed the real snot on there, and we got—I'm not kidding you—it's a scientific experiment. We got 20, 30, then almost 40 foot longer in your cast after using the product. Uh, smoother, uh, longer, no tangles. You got to try this stuff. Real snot. Go to realsnot.com. Use the promo code IKELIVE25, 25% off everything on the Real Snot site. You're going to love it. I'm telling you, Dave. you got to try it. And, guys, remember, the owner of the company now is a huge supporter of uh, fishing charities. He's a good guy. It's a good company to get behind, too. Yes. And last but not least, brought to you by Traeger Grills. Of course, you watched the little promo tonight. We cooked up some burgers, turkey burgers, and wings on the Traeger Grill, and they were unbelievable. Check them out, TraegerGrills.com. It's an awesome way to cook food, Dave. Uh, hang in there with us. Great show tonight. Uh, Caleb is in the house. His beautiful wife is in the house. We've got uh, the winner of the Elite Series joining us on Skype, Josh Bertrand, and a mystery guest joining us later. You're going to have a great time on this Monday night in just a second. Come on. Let's go. Warning. The following live webcast might contain content that some people find crude, vulgar, or objectionable. When watching this program, please make sure the room is well lit and do not sit too close to the screen. If you're uptight, easily offended, or lacking a sense of humor, please stop watching right now and leave the internet. Now it's time for Mike Live. Folks at home, folks at home, welcome to Ike Live. I hope you're having a wonderful Monday night. I know I am. You know why? 
Because I'm at home. God damn it. Feels good to be home. Uh, we've got a great show in store for you tonight. A very special show. Uh, it's always amazing to have in-studio guests. And we've got a great one in the house tonight. We've got Elite Series rookie and Bass uh, Nation winner from Champ- last year. Champion. Champion. Caleb Summerall is here tonight with his gorgeous bride. And we're going to be talking to them uh, in studio tonight. A little later in the show, we also have Josh Bertrand, the recent winner of the BASS event on Thousand Islands, Skyping in. Is that correct? Skyping in. That is tonight. correct, sir. Talk about his awesome win. And a couple little specialty guests popping in later. Uh, let me start with the co-host tonight. And he's not the crust of the show, but he's the giant-headed member of the show. The one and only uh, good friend of mine, Dave Brodzik. Am I at least the taint of the show? You're the taint of the show. All right, thank you. You're the dirty thank taint. Thank you very much. I think we had normal taint. Show. Yes. What's that? The moose knuckle of the show. Yeah. The moose knuckle of the show. <laughs> Fix your pants. I, it's funny you said that. I actually confused I I confused moose knuckle with camel toe uh, last week. Do you need man. a doily or something to sit in your lap? Nah. Come on, man. It is. The moose knuckle and the camel toe, I got confused. Boy, girl. Right. I was I was thinking moose knuckle uh, was right. camel toe. I, I will recover from that, and you will pay for that. So, <laughs> I'm on the ropes right now. I'll come back from that. Though. I'm just looking out for you and the viewers. I don't mind it until you point. I'm all right. I'll come back. Dave, how are you doing tonight, by the way? No, I'm good, man. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Okay. Uh, I know a few weeks ago, I thought it was like last week, but it was actually a few weeks ago. Yeah. You had an amazing trip up in upstate New York. Tell us a little bit about that real quick. Yeah, give, us a, give us a quick rundown. Sure. So the wife and I every year try to escape up to uh, Lake George, which is an, you know, an hour below Lake Champlain where everyone goes to compete at in Plattsburgh. Yeah. But we, you know, we stay in the town of George, but when we venture out, you're, you're 20 minutes away from just absolute wilderness, even though you're in this, vac- this vacation resort town. Yeah. So we get up there. We brought kayaks up. Mel had a, uh, Mel had a 12-foot outback. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I had my PA-12, and we got onto a couple small kayak-only lakes. Uh, one being uh, Luzerne, and the other one being Paradox. But Paradox Lake, you can actually have some smaller outboards on there. And we right. did good, man. We got small mouth, got some large mouth, and yep. she got to hook her own fish for the first time and take them off for the first time. Because you know, nice. You, you fish in kayaks with people, you wind up going your own way, and yeah. it wasn't there to always help her out, you yeah. know. So that was neat, you know. We uh, got to eat and drink at a place called the Adirondack Brewing Company. Any of you guys do. going up that way? Exit 21's on the north side of it. Exit 20's on the south side of it, right? 21 and 20. Adirondack Brewing Company. You have to go there. Beers are amazing. The bar food's the absolute, and I'm going to use the word, most exquisite bar food I've ever had. The burgers, wow. the quesadillas. That's a big word. Chicken pot pie. Exquisite. For bar food. Listen, exquisite. All right, now exquisite. check this out. Here's more important. I had the best appetizer, the most single flavorful thing I've ever eaten. It was a Brussels sprout. Uh, goat cheese, cranberry, and bacon grease. Ooh, bacon grease, dude! It was it was wow. ridiculous, man. Yo, we've got Becky off camera here yeah. shaking her head because she she's a Brussels sprout fiend. She loves the sprouts. Hold on, Brussels. Wait a minute, which ones the ones? What, what are the little fruitcake ones that look like little weeds? Is that is that Brussels sprouts or what's that one? <laughs> no, the Brussels sprouts look like they look, they look, look like, like cabbages. Hops. Like, no, yeah, look like hops. yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it. Hops. I'm okay. thinking of the mother little fruitcake ones we had grew in like fifth grade and we would dip them in mayonnaise. What? Uh, 
You guys didn't do that? This? Meat Pops. In the 80s. In the 80s. Oh, yeah. We didn't even thought that. No, they, they, they were like, uh, yeah, all right, whatever. I'll, I'll remember what they're called. But no, listen to this. So it, I, I'll tell you what. I, I, I wasn't going to insult anybody tonight. I will, I, will go, I will go full retard. I will double this jack and cake. And I, all right. So here, listen to this, dude. So we're at Adirondack Grill. Can we check this out? I had my first case of Stolen Valor. Do you guys know what Stolen Valor is? No. It's where people... Hey, Brian, are you listening? He's not Bri- listening. No, I know. Brian, you're going to want to hear this. So, they don't know... Uh, so, Brian, I, I was at Adirondack Grilling Company. Had, me and Mel had our first case of Stolen Valor. Stolen Valor are people who act like or pretend that they're soldiers. You are, okay, yeah, yeah. Usually, like, real glorified positions. Yep. Mm. So, we're, we're up at the bar. I'm ordering my drink, and this guy has a challenge coin. Now, a challenge coin, give you a real short story of it. If you present a challenge coin to someone who 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 was a member of the service, police officers do it too, and, and they don't have a challenge coin to show you back what they, what unit they're in, then they got to buy you the drink. This guy's got his challenge coin out on the bar with like a ribbon upside down next to it, like a military ribbon. So I'm like, oh god! I look at the hat and I see like he has like a, a special forces hat on. Now I was never in the service, but we had a couple legit special forces guys in this studio, yeah. and we picked their brain. So this guy is about my age, and they were my age. So these guys would have served together. And he's he's telling me all this stuff about his special forces and the airborne, and he had all the paraphernalia on, like like t-shirts and hats. I'm like, God, ah, do you know um, you know, do you do you know Mark McCowan? And he just went blank, right? You know, I'm like, oh, okay, how about Rudy Lindsay? You know him? Like, not knowing one guy's bad, but if you don't know two guys in that yeah. little tiny community, yeah. and he just went blank. Then he started showing me pictures of his on his phone of him and his dog that he trained supposedly in the military, but it was never a picture of like his face. Like it was like this, like the head would be cut off, but the dog would be in the picture. <laughs> or like a dog. Yeah, or it was like a picture of wow. like it was a picture of, like the dog guy walking away, like with the dog slung over the shoulder, but it's like a back picture of him, right? So I'm like, <laughs> now I'm pinned down, and I can't get away from this guy. But finally, he goes his way. But I got, I got. So listen, I'm sorry if this is killing you guys. You got to hear this part. <laughs> so, dude, listen, this guy comes in about six foot six, with like the kind of beard where like. Like he could impregnate an entire town in one night kind of beard. <laughs> right? Like, I mean, this beard. It's a hell of a beard. Dude, it was so stout. And he had like a, like a, like a level one shave buzz cut. He had a kilt, dude. Wow. He had hiking boots with like wool socks, thick ass wool socks, right? He had a t-shirt on with like this, like Thor looking bearded dude with like a, like a leather, like a leather necklace with like a war hammer as the medallion. Dude, hold on. He's drinking from like a horn, dude, like a hollowed out horn. Get out of here. Right? I'm like, oh my God, Mel, we have a legit Viking deer, dude. Wow. He's probably from another country because it's like George. They do a lot of theme things. Yeah. yeah. Right? I'm like, dude, there's got to be some like reenactment of some cool stuff happening, right? So the whole time, bar's packed. And me and Mel are trying to create that little little wedge where people can order drinks from because I can't wait for this guy to come order a drink. Yeah. Like, I'm expecting him to sound like the lead singer of trivia. I'm just like, Paul Keep! You know what I mean, dude? <laughs> so, this thing, so, dude, it happens, man. He gets between us with the horn. And I swear to God, dude, his name might as well have just been, like, Chip Kozlowski, because he's just like, oh, I'll have the porter, please. Oh! <laughs> oh. Let so we down. went we went from Stolen Valor to Stolen Valhalla, man. It was like it was <laughs> Stolen Valhalla. Yeah. Damn. Dude, it was like Stolen Viking honor, man. Like it was wow. ridiculous, dude. Damn it. Two in one night within one hour of each other. Wow. Yeah, dude. 
Wow. Sounds like an awesome trip, though. Uh, <laughs> and good. the rest of the room. <laughs> and the rest of the room. Uh, let me continue with the room tonight and join us on the casting couch. Elite Series rookie, Dave, and winner of the Bass Nation Championship last year, 2017. Caleb Summer oh, man. is on, in the house with us tonight. And Champ. Caleb, you've got a very lovely lady. So I do. Who's next to you? This That's is my lovely wife. Weiss. Wife, <laughs> JC here. Yes. She actually flew up this yes. year, this trip, to uh, travel down with me back to, back home. Yes. So, Well, I'm glad to have you guys tonight. Now, Dave was talking about fishing with his wife in the kayak. I know you guys got a chance to fish together. Tell That's me a little right. bit about that real quick. That's yeah. great. We did a little bit of Lake Ontario fishing. We got out on Lake Ontario for about two or three hours. Uh, which day was that? Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. We caught about, I don't know. 10 or 15 or so, nothing real big. I saw you with a good one, though. Uh, I saw that picture. I'm working on it. We went out to see Niagara Falls the next morning. Yeah. Tripped that out. That was really cool. And then um, Lake Erie's right there, not too far from Buffalo. And we went out in Lake Erie and uh, ended up getting our hands on a good. A big one. Big one. Nice one. Big one. I saw that. Well, I mean, I'm, let's let's say. Well, after Thousand Islands. Yeah. At Thousand Islands, it would have got you like a, okay, cute. You caught a a five-pounder. That was cute. Cute. Let's, keep, let's see you catch five of them for four days in a row. Chris, now i got to ask you, how was the fight? Is it good? Because Louisiana, you got no small mouth in Louisiana. You're, you got big, large mouth down there, but no small mouth. How was the fight? <laughs> was this a, was this a good fight? It was long. A long fight? Yes. Okay. Spinning rod? Easy. Yeah. They don't give up, do they? No. Wow. See that, Dave? Small mouth <laughs> fight better than Louisiana mm-hmm. bass. Oh, they do. Uh, we just said it right mm-hmm. here. We proved the point. There's, that's undeniable. Smallmouth fight better. Pound for pound, that, that's got to be the, in the current, it's got to be the hardest fighting fish that there is. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Why is everyone looking at me like I don't know what a fuck, what a smallmouth is? Because you never caught a smallmouth before. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 I'm like, I'm, uh, oh, oh, okay. Thank you. All right. On that, on that note, let's finish introducing the rest of the room. Back in the booth tonight, producing the show, doing a wonderful job. Uh, and I just can't believe, Dave, I feel like there's been a big turnaround. In the last six months, Ike Live used to be a shit show. Yeah, what? And he's got his stuff together. I'm so proud of him. Uh, Mike, really? Our first two years, how many shows in a row did we not have a problem? Like from? It, like no, I'm serious, first... bro. You're doing an amazing yeah, job. Yeah, awesome like, job. It's, I, I, I appreciate it, but by the time we got through <laughs> eating wings and sponsor plugs, it was 7:40. Oh my God, was it 7:40? 7:40. That's uh, unbelievable. Yeah. That's terrible. Probably I right. can't believe it. And I apologize to everybody. That he was making a he was making a note of that. He was like, I'm I gonna know. wait till I get called <laughs> out, right. and I'm gonna throw th- this gun throw is loaded. In the face. Wait. That's and right. Look, it didn't take two minutes. But, right. my, my, that's my, Mike. But Mike, Mike is the king of passive aggressive compliment insults. <laughs> that's right. He <laughs> insults you through a compliment. That's right. Oh, it's good to see you fishing and catching them again. You know, like. That's right. And eight, 90th in points. Good to see Kevin. Uh, Brian, great job tonight. Uh, and joining Brian, and I'm I'm excited to have him because there was a chance, there was an outside chance he wasn't going to make it. I want to know why the very our very own Eric, Your boss. the intern. Go e, Rob. how you doing tonight? Good to see you. Good. It's good to be back in the chair, man. It's been okay. a few shows. I, I wanted to I want to just pick up on a couple things. First thing I noticed, I saw you tonight for the first time in a week or a couple weeks or so. Noticed the haircut, E. I know. Tell me about it. Where's the well, quaff? It, it, it was time for a change. You just you leveled to, the quaff it's, it's down a little out, bit. It's humid. It was time for a change, and and I like it. You what know, are you I, interviewing with other employers? 
Oh. <laughs> He's interviewing no, with Pat no Conway. Yeah. No, no He's going to move to yeah. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> From one shitty podcast to another. Yep. <laughs> no, Randomly? Remax Rich in the corner. Oh, Remax Rich. Yeah, I was going to get to Remax Rich, oh, but there he goes. Yeah. Rich? <laughs> no, Brian. Right? Brian's all eager to. <laughs> he is eager. <laughs> We're still making fun of Eric. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Back to yeah. fun of Eric. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's some, it's the same mic, or uh, are we good? No, I, I would like to know about, so you were in North Jersey. I was. Two couple hours ago. I and was. somehow, you got here on time. Somehow, some way. Tell us about that. My car didn't start for the, uh, it seems like the 50th time now. I already replaced the starter, already replaced the battery. So right. So we're on to the alternator now. Uh, I don't know, but took my mom's car, drove down here through <laughs> rush hour traffic, yes. and now we're here. Yes, good job, E. Very nice. Dedication. That didn't really warrant a, a round of applause, but uh, right. but, yeah. no, you made it, Eric. Yeah. It wouldn't be the that, same without it, you. It, but I don't know if that was that noble. Yeah, but. that's right. And Rich, uh, jump in the mic real quick. Uh, I want you to say hi to everybody. And also, uh, there's a lot of people watching tonight that are interested in real estate in the tri-state area. How can they get a hold of you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Remax Rich. Uh, <laughs> hey everybody, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> there you go. Go on Facebook, Remax Rich. Uh, if you're interested in some property in the South Jersey area, Dave, you never know who's looking for property yeah, yeah. in South Jersey. You know, you just never know. I Thanks. thought Remax Rich was like was they called you like on the street. I didn't know that was your real. This <laughs> <laughs> is authoritarian name. Oh, it's very man. authoritarian. Uh, Dave, let's let's start this show okay. and yeah, Brian Carpenter. Seven fifty three. Seven fifty three. Okay, let's start the show as we always do. I want to give a big shout out and thank you to all the policemen, firemen, military, EMT out there, men and women. Thank you guys for what you do. Thank you for your service. It's a crazy freaking world. Every time I look on, on my phone, weird shit's going on. So thank you guys for what you do. Uh, what I remind everybody tonight, Dave, an important part of the show is feedback from everybody. Uh, you can get a hold of us a lot of ways. Please comment, question, anything you have, hit us up on the IM right there next to your screen. You could also, uh, ask questions or comments through the social media at Ike Live Show, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, we want to hear from you. Real important part of the show. Don't you agree? Uh, well, yeah, absolutely. Some of the funniest things that happen on this show come through on that board. <laughs> Steve Stavarskak. Yeah, Stevie Skavarczyk. And Wozniewski. Mike Wozniewski. I still want to punch him in his face. You do. <laughs> uh, let me... Let, inside I, joke, people. It sorry. is inside joke. I want to start by just saying, uh, man, what an amazing, what a crazy two weeks, couple weeks it's been for me. Um, out there uh, fishing a... a a major league fishing event, and then over to Thousand Islands and uh, up in upstate New York. And dude, it is unbelievable. Is it's it's uh, and this is a good. I want to I want to throw Caleb in right away on this. And yeah. You're from Louisiana. You've you've done a little smallmouth fishing. You have some experience on Oneida, maybe a couple other places, and then you get to Thousand Islands. That's right. And you see this thing going down in front of you. Every, there's a lot of people watching tonight that saw Watch Bassmaster and they, they're like, yeah, there were good bags, but they don't understand what went down. That, G- give everybody, give give them an idea of what truly went down last week. So, my best my best explanation of it is when a Louisiana boy shows up to a first place, a new place in practice, it took all day. They liked the dark. I did a lot of graphing, did a lot of looking, did a lot of burning gas, but. My, when you tallied up my fishing time and I had 23, 24 pounds, yeah. I said, oh, my God, I'm going to be in trouble. 
I, mean, I had no idea what was going to go down, but I knew it was going to go down. Yeah. And boy, did it ever. In, insane. Insane. Insanity. Straight insanity. Yeah. The sheer number of, you know, four legitimate four, five, and six pound smallmouth. I, I never seen nothing like it. No, let's talk about Matt Lee's 27 pounds on day one, dude. 20, almost 28 pounds. Almost 28. He had, let me, let me, let me set the record straight here. He had two dead fish that day. I did not know that. He would have had 28 pounds. Oh my but God. even as it stands, is 27 and a half pounds. Brian the Carpenter, and I know this from Matt, uh, legitimately is the biggest five fish limit ever weighed in. In a BASS or FLW tournament. Shout out to Matt Lee, real wow. quick, for that. Matt, if you're watching tonight, I don't know if you are. Yeah, hold on, what awesome. happened with uh, Rojas? He had the uh, now, kissing me. Small I, mouth. Small oh, mouth. Small mouth. Oh, you didn't say small mouth. Small mouth. You said yes. biggest five. All right. Legitimate biggest five small mouth limit ever weighed wow. in a BASS or FLW. Now, in like the Sturgeon Bay Open and some of those Canadian standalone Canadian tournaments, there's there's been 30 pound bags weight, but in a BASS or FLW event, it's the heaviest five. Ever weight. That's incredible, dude. I was joking with Brian on either day two or three. I'm like, dude, my five heaviest smallmouth in my life don't equal 27 pounds. Like, crazy. Like, Facts, he, bro. He was just taking fives and just right over his shoulder, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're calling five pounds. It's crazy. I, w- I want to tell you a little story, and this is this is true about um, – I knew it was going to be good, right? And, and, I, and, and, you know, even Brian, you know, you texted me and said, how's practice going? I said, it's kind of going to be a blowout. You know, I kind of knew. Yeah. But I legitimately didn't know how good it was going to be. But it's funny. We got to the pre-registration meeting, right? And you can tell a lot at the pre-tournament meeting. You know, you look at people's body language and you look at their posture and you look how they're acting around other people. And it was weird because everybody just seemed like jovial and like like they wanted to like hang out and talk. And <laughs> that never happens. Never. Everybody's keeping to themselves and everybody was kind of like, hey, hey, hey Mike, hey, how's it going? I'm like, Talked to that dude in like three years. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of weird. Like, are, are we even friends? What sir? just happened just there? But then it really hit me. It really hit me when Alan McGuckin, uh, people know him as Guck, Guck. on tour, uh, came up and he said, "You wanted we want to do a little Bassmaster pre-tournament interview." And I was like, "Cool," you know. And and the first couple questions were normal questions like, you know, what are what are the two baits everybody's going to have tied on drop shot tube? And you know, there was like these normal, very normal series of questions and. You know, this and that. And then he got to his fourth question and he goes, he said, how many bags over 25 pounds are going to be weighed in on the first day? You say, what? And I looked at him. I'm like, fucking, is he smoking crack? What's he talking about? I'm like, 25 pounds? You mean like a legitimate 25 pounds? I'm like, God, do you know what you're talking about? You're saying five small mouths that average five pounds a piece. I'm like, dude, you can Put them on the scale. I'm like, they always look bigger than they weigh. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, one. I'm like, maybe one. Did it hit you? Did it hit you? No, How many guys have you here, talked to? Here, yeah, here's what it hit me. And he looked at me. He goes, oh. <laughs> and yeah. one down. He laughed at me, dude. <laughs> he knew. Van Damme knew. Yeah. Uh, Swindle. Jordans. Like, 50 what? of the dudes knew. I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea. How about your David Walker and your Colin five pounders, and you get second place on day one? Yes, <laughs> with twenty six. I had no idea, uh, dude. So you know, I go out the first day. You didn't know that, did you, Brian? I, I go out the first day and I catch twenty. <laughs> I catch twenty off this place, and I'm very, very tempted to leave it, you know. And I'm like, I got twenty. I'm like, man, I'm gonna be right there in the top ten. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. 
And then I decided to stay, sort of, to sort of protect it. And I called up like 23 and a half. And I'm like, damn it, I shouldn't have did that. And I come in, I'm just, no, I'm in the top five. Like 18th, right? Dude, I'm 17. Yeah. <laughs> after it's all said and done, 23 and a half pounds. 23 and a half pounds, 17th place. 17th place. And like, there's a lot of 23s behind me and a, a ton of 24s in front of me. I think. Dude. I don't want to, I don't want to misquote Mr. Ronnie Moore, but I want to say it's 113 bags total over the course of the entire event. Over 20. That's right. That's wow. right. And there were oh, 50. 113 right. bags over 20 pounds. 113 wow. bags and 52 bags over 20 pounds on the first day alone. Yeah. First day alone. That well, is insane, hey, why, dude. Why do people go to Champlain? <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, dude, it, it it was the perfect storm. It was the it was the perfect storm, and 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 let's let's talk about that a little bit because there's people watching. Like, what do you mean it was the perfect storm? So, you know, the state of the fishery is the first thing I want to talk about. We and we were talking about this off camera. That's right. We were joking about it. The best, absolute best thing, and I hope people from the DNR, from Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, are watching right now because I don't give a shit. I'm going to say it straight. First off, New Jersey don't care about anything. New Jersey don't New care. York right. cares. Okay. Yeah, New York cares. But I know Gene Gillahan's probably watching right yeah. now and a couple other people. And I don't care. I'm going to say it. The absolute best thing that could happen to those fisheries, dude, are exotics. Yeah. Caleb, name, name some of them. Gobies. Gobies. Yeah. What else? Come on. Uh, milfoil. Milfoil. Hydrilla. A zebra. A zebra masal. A zebra masal. Dude, the best thing. It changed these fisheries. Yes. Dave, do you remember back in the day, you, you know, Redmans, the old Redmans, yeah. BFLs? We used to go up there, fish out of Clayton. You would stay in the river to catch largemouth. And if you caught 14 or 15-pound bag, you were in the top 10. Yeah, I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about in the 90s. Same in the early current, 2000s, same situation. Everything's the but same. Guys didn't know how to fish deep. Guys didn't know how to fish, but it was pre-Gobi. It was on the front side of Gobi. Yeah. It was on the front side of zebra mussels. Dude, it, if you had 17 or 18 pounds, you won. Yeah. You straight up won, dude. No more. No more. All because of exotics. I love exotics. Please, listen to me. If you're watching, <laughs> spread those exotics all over the country. <laughs> Take them. Put them in your live well. Oh, spread stop. those things everywhere. Uh, Caleb, we were talking earlier. What's what, what this, the place in South Dakota we fished? Owahi, dude. Take them to Owahi. Throw 10,000 gobies in there and watch. <laughs> The economic growth. You have smallmouth fishermen coming right. from clear across the country to come to That's Hawaii right. in two years. That's right. Dude, funniest thing, we're out. Well, you don't have a very heavy accent, but enough for me. When the first couple times you were saying, like, what's he talking about Hawaii? Like, there's no one even <laughs> fishing for bass. And I didn't want to be the idiot. Like, well, yeah, Hawaii. Like, every, everyone knows bass in Hawaii. I was like, I didn't even know they were there. <laughs> there are bass in Hawaii. I didn't there know. There are. Jay Ellis won the All American in Hawaii. They actually had a tournament. They had an All-American in Hawaii. Get out of here. The Jay Yellis one. I should have did that as a damn trivia question. Wow, that would have been I would have lost. All right, so here it goes, Brian. Perfect storm. <laughs> Exotics that have come in, these fish are eating. Dude, the best way, describe a goby. The goby would be like, um, it, it'd be like, dude. A fingerling mullet meets a frog. A hot dog. I, I don't know. I dude, don't... no no, bone, no bones. Spineless. No spines. Just meat. Easy yeah. to get. Thousands of them on the bottom. It's a hamburger without the it's, bun. It's like a hamburger. It, it's like a Five yes. Guys hamburger That's right. laying on the bottom. That's right. You just with, eat it. With the cheese inside. With the cheese inside. inside. Bubbly. Yeah. Bubbly. The cheesy bologna. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cheesy bologna. Bologna sliced nipples. Right there. <laughs> just eating it right off the bottom. It's perfect. Um, so you have you have the food source. You have the exotics. You have the time of the year. 
And this is a big one. Mm-hmm. Last few times we were at Thousand Islands, you had you were more in a, a period where fish were still shallow, fish were garden fry, fish were even maybe occasional fish on a bed. But because of the heat, Dave, you know the summer we've had here in the Northeast. Yeah. Ninety percent of those smallmouths were on deep structure. With current. With current, right? So you'd look at, you, you know, I'm not, I'm not the best at, at reading a graph. I'm, I'm not, I don't claim to be the best. I'm not. Aaron Martins and Lucas and Josh, we're going to talk to those guys. They're the best. But you'd look at a map. Anything that stuck out, a point, a high spot that broke the current, there's a giant on it, dude. Wow. Yeah. Or several giants yeah. on it. I mean, it was that kind of tournament where you could run down the river, predict it. The smallmouth were grouped up. And when you get, Hundred guys that know how to use electronics and catch them with the gobies and with the fact that they were on deep structure, that's what happened, dude. It's unbelievable. Yep. I, I don't think you, you have an ever uh, a strand series happening this week coming up. Yes, and I don't do. think even you're going to see those kind of weights because it was just the perfect timing. It was the right window, and and magic happened. Do you think fish are cerebral enough to be like, dude, remember when these gobies weren't here, how hungry you were? You know what I mean? Like, imagine how much life saying sucked. That to themselves? How much did life suck before they came? You know? I don't know. They might so, be saying that. They could. But here's the other thing, too. They, they've they got a lot of other stuff. They've got a lot of other stuff. They've got, craw- they've got crawfish. You, you see the crawfish around there? Dude, you put it in a boat ramp, literally, you look down, the bottom Crawl, looks like it's moving. Ramp. Yeah. Dude, the bottom looks like it's moving. Surprising. But was, were, were they regurgitated in your live wells? I never got any that were regurgitated. I saw those. a couple in my life. Yeah. Uh, but you've got smelt, you've got yellow perch, you've, so you got all that normal stuff plus the gobies. So all they do they is the, eat. The saltwater stuff too, right? They got the herring in there. I don't think they have. No, I mean, they yeah. don't have blueback. Don't you herring. have the salt? They have owlwife herring. Oh, okay. I don't think the bluebacks come out because they got locking dams coming up from the salt. Is the door open? There's gnats everywhere. Uh, there are gnats everywhere. Have you showered lately, Dave? <laughs> oh, oh, but <laughs> <I don't. laughs> Sorry. That's three. Uh, is that three? Uh, One, Dave. Yeah. He's got work for everybody now. Wow. Nah, I'm all right. I'll take the punches. That's amazing. Anyway, <laughs> Thousand Islands, amazing tournament. Uh, God, it's going to go down to record books. And we're going to get to talk to Josh a little bit later uh, about some of that. Uh, let me remind everybody, if you're watching and you've got questions about anything that's going on tonight, please let us know. Hit us up on our IM or hit us up on social media, at Ike Live Show. Caleb, I'm going to start picking on you now. Let's get it. Oh, yes. <clears throat> yes. Brian Carpenter, do you have something? Can't hear you. <laughs> Can't hear uh, what you. What was that comment? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it? Uh, somebody bought that Rolls Royce that you hood slid across. Oh. Yeah. Hey, you hood slid against? I hood slid a, a, like a 47 Rolls Royce. The scratches. You were there. feeling great. Oh, I was. Yeah, we were. Nah, you, back you, yeah. <laughs> It was a long story, but me and Becky were both a little intoxicated, and then the Rolls Why Royce. Why are you blaming Becky? Becky had yeah, nothing. He's not blaming to Becky. He's including Becky. I know, yeah. but he hit. He did the hood slide. Not I Becky. did the hood slide. Becky was innocent. Did, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. You got the limo people so mad. Becky had to ride in the public transportation bus that we were all in. <laughs> <laughs> she was in there with her wedding right. dress with all of us, dude. That's right. No, not public transit, but you know, you guys rented a bus. We rented a bus yeah. for for right. everybody else. But it was like, yeah, but it was a legit. It ended up being great though. That was good. And on your wedding night, normally, you know, you want to get out of there and, you know, it's your wedding night special. But then we got to kind of hang out with everybody for another sure. couple hours. It sure. Was cool. You didn't get secluded. Yeah. No, no it, was it, was good. it was great. It was great. It was, it was, it was one of my favorite weddings. Huh? It's fun. The, mag- the magic went down later that night. Don't worry about it. Uh, forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Caleb, I want to jump into it with you. Um, 
Elite Series rookie. Yeah. Bass Nation champion. I'm going to start. Normally, I start these interviews from the from the back, and okay. I say, "How'd you get into fishing? Tell me about." And I want to get into that, but I want to start right now. A lot of people watching right now that dream, aspire. We've got a thousand plus people watching live. Fifty thousand people will watch this thing in, in two months, and they're all there's a million of them aspiring right. to do what you're doing. How do you feel right now? Is this you're one season in to doing what you've always wanted to do? Yeah. Give the people what, how are you feeling right now? I'm counting my blessings, man. You know this, as everybody knows, this ain't, this don't come easy. It's tough. It's tough, dude. It, yeah. The entire grind, it never becomes easy. Yeah. Is, is probably what I'm trying to get at too. But even making it more so is not easy, right? Yeah. So I'm counting my blessings, dude. I, I, you know, I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah. And, uh, I'm not taking anything for granted. I'm yeah. getting everything full force and giving everything I got. Give yourself a grade because I, 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 I want, I'm going to give you a grade. And rookie season is tough on on everybody. Yep. Very few people go rookie season and start out with a bang. Ro- rookie season is a tough season. And you see guys beat down. After rookie season, I can tell you you're not beat down. No, I'm and I'm, I'm giving you a grade, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a grade between a high C and a low B, because I saw moments this year where you you were right there with moments of greatness. That's right. Give yourself a grade. I was gonna say season. I was gonna say a C plus. Yeah, that's that's where I was gonna put myself. I have so much room for improvement, man. I'm learning so much. God, man, I'm going out there every day and I'm learning so much. Yeah. You know, um, I had. You know, I could tell you so many lost their shirts throughout this year, and everybody has those. Yeah. At the end of the day, I, I, you know, we can all share lost fish stories, but it makes me feel better that I put myself in those positions to get those fish to bite. Yeah. And I just got to do a little bit better to get a couple more bites to account for those lost fish bites. Yeah. Or put those fish in the boat. Right. And I'll be right where I want to be. Yeah. I, Brian, would you be able to queue up when he... Would you be able to first? Would you be able to queue up when he first found out that he that he had got that weight to take first place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just queue that up while while this is going on because I want to get to that. Yeah. For people that didn't see it in the beginning of the show. Yeah. That's gotcha. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a uh, talk a little bit about the transition because you know winning coming through the federation, winning the 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 nation championship, and I, and I, and I can relate because you did it. I did the same thing, the did same it. route that you did. I did. It was the same exact route. There's a big jump there. You know, there's there's that moment from when you're aspiring, then you win, and then it's a reality to when you do it. How how was that? How's that transformation been from winning the Federation Nation to now fishing with the freaking hammers of the sport, Van Dams, Swindle, Skeets? The use. I, I stink. I, but. No, no, dude. I'll, I'll be use. straight up honest with you. I told myself coming into this, I wasn't going to let that get to me. I need to be worried about one thing, and that's the fish. Right. I need to be worried about how to catch fish. Dude, I've enjoyed the people. Dude, I made good friends with you and several other guys. The people that I'm fishing against is awesome. Um, You know, when I get to a tournament, I really try to focus on me and the fish. Yeah. I, I try not to look over, oh, man, Kevin Van Dam's blasting off behind me. Oh, man, Kevin Van Dam's pulling up to the next point. You know, I, yeah. I'm worried about what I'm doing. Yeah. I've been doing really good with that, dude. I haven't been spinning out. It's just a little bit bigger tournament. I get the jitters just like everybody else. It's, it's full on exciting. And, yeah. And, uh, 
I've been worried about the fish. I'm going to focus on the fish. That's good. That's yeah. a great piece of advice. And I, I got to tell you, you're working hard, which I think, you know, I think a lot of people watching think it might be easy, you know, mm-hmm. when you get to that level. But it was great because we had a chance to room together for classic That's practice. Right. Uh, John Cruz, myself, and you, we roomed together, and we all worked very hard. It yeah, was nice. Dark. Oh, dude, it was it was minute pitch. To last minute. It was pitch black. We'd come back. It'd be nine, eight, eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. We'd woof something down and go to bed and do it again <laughs> the next right. day. It, it's a lot of work, right? Lot. There's people watching right now think it's easy. Man, it doesn't come easy. It's it's hard. It, you get what you put into it. Yeah, that's the best thing I've heard this year that, and that I've seen too. You know, you. You see the guys that put in the work. I mean, a guy just don't show up and win a tournament. Yeah. It just doesn't happen that way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hold on. Here, here we go. Okay, Brian's Brian. going to kill it. Brian, I want to see when he pumped his fist. I want to see when he when he realized he took first place. Because I, I watch guys like like Caleb explain, and I watch the emotion, and it actually it, it sparks that fire to compete. And it gives me the false hope that I, too, could pump my fist. <laughs> <laughs> We have sound. Yeah, where's the sound? Not on. Oh, sound. Yeah, good. All right. Yeah, great job. <laughs> Nine would be a tie. Oh, here you go. Seven ten is what he's looking for. Nine pounds, yes. thirteen ounces. Yes. Love it. Wow. Nine thirteen. It would have been better if he just knocked his hat off his head instead of hugging <laughs> him. <dude. laughs> so you know. <laughs> Yeah, look at that. Yeah. You got to be feeling like what? Explain what you feel like. I got to set the whole mood here, dude. Pause that, Brian. Yeah, I got to set the whole mood here. All right, so straight out of high school, I had a job in the oil field, twelve years. Went from sweeping floors to managing a location. Okay. Um, it's not what I got in my notes, but go ahead. Pretty close. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> two year, uh, two months before this tournament, I lost my job. Oh. Yeah, got laid off. And uh, I had already qualified for the nation nationals, right? Um, they paid my severance for the year. We looked at everything as a family, and thought, you know what? This is this could be my last tournament. This is too big of a deal to pass up on. To we're going to do it. I went practice a uh, week before off, cut off. Can I back you up for one second? Go ahead. So you were considering not even fishing this? Very much so. Wow. 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 I mean, dude, I had to put foot on the table. We had a she was pregnant at the time. We had a little ball on the way. Um, it had a lot on line. Wow. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And um, uh, How reserved were you in, in letting him go forward with this with the severance package? Right? Because that goes away quickly, <laughs> and, and you got to have something planned in the future. Whatever it took. Really? I, wow. You were all in. I was all in. Okay. Nice. That's important. Yeah. That is important. You know, I couldn't have done it without her. Yeah. Hands down. Without her support, I couldn't have done it. Um, I went a week before off-limit, before cut-off. I practiced Hartwell, ran around and grabbed a lot. Look, I knew that there was going to be a top-order schooling type deal, but I wanted to catch him shallow. Louisiana is how I wanted to catch him. Um, had the month off limits. Um, I actually went there up, up there three days before the official practice started and fished uh, Richard B. Russell and Lake Kiwi, just to kind of get a feel of what the fish were doing in that area. Um, I mean, I'm li- literally put everything into that one tournament with no return at that point, right? Right. Thousands of dollars to get there, gas, fuel, state room and board, and all that good stuff. And then uh, after the first day, I think I survived the first day 
horrible practice. I mean, I'm skipping the practice parts. Practice, I think I caught five keepers the entire practice. Wow. Driving around all the whole lake and seeing fish schooling, and I'm like, okay, this is where i got to be. And I had a million cane pals found, and I knew what I needed to be doing, but I did not want to do it. First day of the tournament, I catch 11 and a half pounds, I think. And uh, I'm in, like, ninth place. Survived the first day. And I seen a bunch of big fish schooling in one con- one concentrated area. And I'm like, I'm going to pinpoint on those fish the second day. The second day, I really targeted on those fish. And I catch a 515 and call out, like, a 12-ouncer. And it shot me up, oh, like, 13 man. pounds. Wow. And that's when it hit me, like, oh, man. I'm in this fight. That's a game yeah. changer, right? It is a game changer. And I make another call. I call out another 14-ouncer with a three-pounder, and I'm like, "We got a bag." So I move up from like 11 or ninth to second, and that's when it started to hit me. I can go from second place. At the end of that second day, I was in second place. I can be qualified for the classic, go home, still have to find a job, sell my boat, and have stuff to put food on the table when I get to fish the classic. Great, or I can really fish to win this thing, and do this for a living because it comes with an elite series invite right so i tried to not let that get to me the first day that that, that third day right i tried not to go fish for those big fish those big fish were few and far between they'd come up schooling but they'd go down and, and it would be 30 minutes to an hour before they come up again so i told myself that as you hear me say in that video i told myself not to go fish for those big ones until i had a <laughs> limit it was such a tough tournament and man as far as for execution goes, you don't have these days. But I'm telling you, I lost two to three 14 to 16-pound limits before noon that morning. Oh, oh, God. I changed treble hooks. Wow. I, trained, I changed everything. They would be coming to the boat, and they would just come off. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm getting them to bite. What am I doing wrong? And, uh, and you recovered from that. Very rarely does that yeah. happen. Right? I'd never recover from no. that. No. <laughs> and I, rods all over I just recently <laughs> lost a, I've seen, I've seen I, videos. Yeah. I just recently lost a very big kayak tournament in the first 10 minutes of the tournament. I could have just went home. <laughs> <laughs> By 6, 10 in the morning, I could have just went home, dude. Okay? Right? That's, That's right. about you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. It's not good, dude. <laughs> yeah. And it, I, I pull up on my big fish spot in a, at about two, uh, about 1230, and the cam, I could see the camera broke on the leader. And I'm like, man, he's he's catching them. I, but I'm like, you know what? I'm giving up the classic, waiting for these big fish to come up. I need to... I had some limit fish up north, like a little bit further up the launch, where it splits, where the Seneca River meets the 6 and 20. Yeah. Kind of that main big point right yeah. there. Um, so I peeled out. I took off, and I hit a couple spots, and uh, I threw a top water over a brush pile. And I caught a two and a quarter. And, dude, it was like I set them on fire. They just started schooling. Fired a top water out there, and I caught my limit real quick. Uh. It was like seven pounds. But, and my marshal's going nuts because he knew what I had. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm going nuts, too, because I got a limit. I made the classic. I, kn- I thought, I made, I knew I made the classic. But yeah. it also permitted you go big game hunting now, right? It, oh, so I ran, right. So I'm like, all right, now I'll go catch your big one. So I ran 20 minutes down back to the lake, and I shut down, and I sat there for like five minutes, and not a fish busted. I'm like... You just left them biting every cast <laughs> to come do what? So I took off, go back up there, all the way back up. I was running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And uh, I made two or three more calls and uh, had 9.13, come in, and lo and behold, the leader had only caught one fish that day, and I won the tournament. So wow. there's a lot riding on that tournament. Yeah. Like, 
new career changing, new yeah. lifestyle, everything. Dude. It's funny. We, we've said this a million times on the show. How many people we've interviewed. When it's meant to happen. Dude, when it's meant to be. <laughs> and it's so true. You can't, dude, you can't shake them off. Dude, I don't care yeah. if you're religious. and I don't care if you're an atheist yep. or anything in between. When that shit's meant to be, it's meant to be. It's dude. gonna happen. You don't you can't lose stop that it. many fish and still win in one day. Yeah, I, I, I totally. But yeah. totally you know, agree. I, there's another intangible that I suspect with him. So for people who are just listening who don't know this guy, he's got an athletic build. He's a big guy. Yeah. What sports did you play before you started fishing? Golf. That's it. So Golf? Because usually I grew up after high school. Usually, like, usually champs were always champs no, for the whole no, life. Like no, Mike, I was like a hundred. Like a lot of guys. So we knew each other. In high oh, there school. goes that theory. All right. Yeah. <laughs> now, I played, I played a little you, bit of golf. I say they get cat the only other like, guy we know that played golf ended up a loser. So, nah, don't don't say no, that. About I'm him. just messing. <laughs> you guys are very mean tonight. I'm guessing, oh, I'm guessing he's in the room. We can Jeez. say that he's our own friend. We can say anything we want. No, play a little bit of golf. No contact sports. No. So I had a theory. Like most guys who are champs, like they always seem to just be. And that's why you. That's why I figured. I had a whole thing. I figured that's why you believed in him. He was like the pitcher. They had the scholarship, and he blew his arm out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like something like that. You know what I mean? All right. No. So you, you were, had the story you golfer. Up, no, right. hey. But you know, another thing. How many times do you get to leave fish? And come back to them and still catch them. Like they're always gone. And you Hardly lose, ever. and then you're like, I should have never left the fish. Right? The like, fish. That just it's doesn't happen. Fish. He'll tell you. Yeah, that doesn't happen. No. That's rare. Yeah. I, I do want to talk. I want to talk about though the the yes, Brian the Carpenter. We have uh, Caleb's Marshall on the IM board. Hey, oh. yeah. Which guy? <laughs> Which one? Uh, Rui. Rui. Hey, Rui. man. What's happening? Rui. He's my day one guy. Yeah, Rui. He, uh, he, he speaks highly of your uh, of your 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 fishing abilities and your your ability to stay in check. Uh, he said I was Caleb's Marshall on day one of the St. Lawrence. He lost a five pounder that jumped another three at the boat. He changed his hook and didn't drop a fish after that. He oh. nabbed a six-pounder that jumped four feet out of the water, and it was on like chicken bones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, I wow. wish I could have had that big one on video. Because you know when you hook those big St. Lawrence smallmouth, that line starts coming up. Oh, yeah. And it's like I was looking at her in the eyes, dude. And it was like. They, they literally are eye level. That's not a joke, dude. They oh, jump. I got you. You're in a bass boat, and they're eye level. And you're when they at jump. their mercy. Oh yeah, and then she just jumped and she landed sideways, and the, it was like you dropped a bowling ball in the water. And he knows. I was like, ring, 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 unloosen the drag and just let her go. Yeah, like, zip, dude, zip, this is the big zip, zip. This is the one. All for about wow. twenty pounds and fiftieth place. But you know what? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's wild. <laughs> Jesus, that's wild. How's that happen? Yeah, you got a live well full of them where their backs are out of the water. Oh yeah, they're and all thick and, backs. and you're a mile and you're a mile behind, oh, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, you're not even yeah. you're not even near the top. I do want to talk about the importance though of the Federation Nation yeah, Championship. Let's get back to that. That that's that's a big win. There's a lot of people watching, listening tonight that might not be familiar with that, but talking about the Brian Kershaw Memorial Trophy, which has a lot of meaning. To anybody that's fished through the club level, the grassroots level. Especially if you're our, our age. And you can remember when Brian yes. won. And there was only one back door way into the Classic. Yep. And it was through the Federation through Championship. The Federation. There were no other ways. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it very... It meant something. It meant something. It's been very diluted since, you know, since the 80s and 90s. Um, but it still means a lot. But back then, you know, it was... If you were a regular dude... And you had, you know, you, you weren't independently wealthy. You didn't have a sponsor connection. You were from New Jersey, and That's nobody right. fished in New Jersey. It was the only yeah. chance to achieve your dream. And it meant so much because of that. And when Brian Kershaw 
from Connecticut who yeah. worked at fucking Ground Round for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah. Uh, made the classic and then won it the second time. So crazy, dude. It 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 was this huge inspiration for a lot of us, including you know Brian and Dave and a lot of us in the room tonight when we fished for a, a local club. Dude, it was like. That was our rock star, you know what I mean? So, but I still root for that guy. I, I still exactly. Root for the, I don't root for the guy that won I, I whatever always, dumb event they get. I yeah, always, oh, root always that for the guy. Dude. Yeah, absolutely, man. For the nation guy, it means All something, the time. dude. Yeah, but that's it's important, right? I mean, dude, it's so important. Yeah. I mean, I've had you know, there's so many guys that don't know about it, that don't participate in it, that have the ability to do really good, and I'm like, man, you gotta fish nation. Like I had no clue about it until yeah. I started meeting some guys that fished it, and I'm like, dude, I want to, I want to make it to the classic. Yeah. So, so let, let, let's ca- let, let's capitalize that right now. Let, let's get his speech, Brian, because it's 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 a, it's it's probably the best one I've seen, and I've I've watched I've been watching this for a while, man, and this this speech is uh, great. Like I said, if you don't little, get inspired by this, a little choked up. We're gonna just talk a little bit through it. So what are you thinking right now? What do you remember? I, I, you all right? No. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Today was... I questioned why we do this. <laughs> I was... You're out of breath. Highs and lows of lows. Dude, you're out of breath. I, uh, I lost Dude. so many fish today. And I think at 1 o'clock I was sitting on a pound and a quarter fish. And I told my marshal, I was like, if something's not right, I, I got to get a limit. Told myself this going into this morning that I wasn't gonna fish for a big one without a limit, and I ran all the way up almost to the launch and uh, hit a couple spots, and it just wasn't happening. It would follow my drop shot all the way down to the bottom, and I couldn't get him to eat. And I hit one more spot, and I called one up, and it was probably two, two and a quarter, and uh, and they started schooling, and I had my limit, and then five, six cast, and I knew how big of a deal that was gonna be, but I knew, I knew. For anything, that, that would probably get me as close to the class as I could, as I could get. And that's what I didn't want to lose out on. I mean, we do this to make the classic, and I can't imagine how that's going to be. That was that was the main goal going into today was just make the classic. If this thing pans out, hey, I don't even know what to say anymore, man. I love it, dude. Can I have, oh. can I have a little fun You're with in you, the though? Classic. Yeah, man, go ahead. Wow. You're in the classic. Bye, pause it. Wow. That was insane. Can I you, love that. Brian, can you bring up the, Lord Jesus, there's a fire, so I ran. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it reminded me of, dude. Anyway, you can bring that up. Dude, I love the emotion, man. It oh, makes yeah. it, God, that big fire, oh, dude. man. Like, dude, dude. The, 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 the out of breath, which is, I, because I've, I've experienced that. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you've, you've been through so much. And all of a sudden it hits you and you are out of breath. Dude, Because it's catching you at my once. My lips are white. It was yeah. Just like, Cotton oh mouth. God. Oh, yeah. Shaking. So, like, you come in, and, like, the camera guy jumps in your boat, and he you know, wants to interview your first reaction before you look at Bass Track. Because yeah. you've got to look at Bass Track. Oh, yeah. I look at Bass Track, and I see that the leader got one fish. And I'm like, boom. Start crying, dude. Yeah. Start losing it. Like, yeah. oh, my goodness. And I see that the, second, the third place guy or second place guy has, like, 11 and a half pounds. But I knew that he had, like, Big or short, like he predicted his weight way short the last few days, and uh, we're in line, trucks in front of trucks pulling us through way in, and his eleven and a half turns into fourteen and a half, and then my face just goes, ah, what? I don't know if you've ever done this, but I've had so, <laughs> I freaked out, dude. 
I grab my scale out of my bag and I put it on my fish in my my mesh bag and I weighed my fish because <laughs> I didn't know for sure what I had. I weighed my fish before I brought them on the scale. Wow! <laughs> I was like, I had to know. I had to know. Yeah. Oh man, what an achievement, dude! Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's it's tough. And the great thing, you know, winning that is like winning the class. It really is. It's like winning the classic. You other know, there than are very, you. There are very few dudes that have won that, so that's an accomplishment. He's the only other one than you in this room, right? Who else do we have in here that's won it? Won the the Federation Championship. That's that's right. Yeah. How many guys do we have fishing elite chef won? Brandon. Brandon Palnick. Brandon Palnick. Um, Sully didn't win it, right? Sully did not win it. Okay. Sully qualified through the classic through it. Yeah. He's, um, he's saying current guys in in the current league. guys in the elites. How about what Ryan Levine did? Did you ever see what Ryan Levine did? He won it. So this is another great testimony of how you can make it to the Classic. He was a non-boater. Okay? So the way the rules work yep, is if you win the non-boater side after two days, yeah. your weight carries over to the boater for the third day, and you drive a boat, and you're, like, in the boater side tournament. Ryan had enough weight and ended up winning the co-angler side of the tournament and the boater side of the tournament. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah we had him on. Dude, he, yeah. you had him on the show. We From did Lake Conroe. Yep, yeah. Lake Conroe. That's right. Ryan Levine. Ryan Levine. I must not have been here for My that. boy, man. <laughs> you must have forgot. Pop right. that brain cells. All happened. right, now, I, this this is a good segue, because I do want to jump back, and now I'm going to do our normal <laughs> deal. See, now, Look. Ryan, I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. <laughs> I ain't for my life. <laughs> and then the slow got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody, Ain't nobody got time for that. Dude, have you guys heard the Ain't remix to that song? That. Yeah, that song's awesome, dude. He's a wheelchair now. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> That's good. All right. Especially after Sweet Brown. This is a good <laughs> good seg- segue now. And I do. I want to corner you guys because you brought it up, and I want to hear the story a little bit. Okay. Let's take it back. You guys were high school sweethearts. Eh. Tell me. <laughs> oh, you say, uh, Here it comes. Well, I want to. I do want to hear from you a little bit. Now you're being quiet, but I do want to hear from you. So you, you guys have known each other for a long time. Did you know, back in high school, was this something Caleb was aspiring to? Were you like, oh, this guy's gonna fish professionally? <laughs> that that wasn't even in the picture, was it? No, I don't even think I was fishing then. You weren't even fishing then, dude. I've only, I fished my first tournament like five years ago. Wow. Well, tell me. I need to know about that. Yeah, dude. I bought my first bass boat. So, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And, and 2012-ish? You bought his first 2012, boat? 2013, I bought my first bass boat. Wow. Yeah, 2000, or 2000, XB 2003 Allison with, like, a 1987 Mariner on it. Mariner? Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. Lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> mix, the, mix the gas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, fishing wasn't even in the spectrum. Now, that's that's so interesting because we have so many people come in on the couch that ha- that knew from when they were eight years old that this is what they were going to do. I but mean, that's you not you. say you dreamed about oh, it. I, I have always done Watched, it. I've always uh, fished. Right. Bill Dance. Right. I watched Bill Dance. That was my Dr. Seuss, right? Yeah. I had this, I had this Bill Dance, Larry Nixon, VHS. VHF, VHS. I don't even remember what they call it anymore. Tape. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was my doc. That was my cat in the hat, man. Yeah. That's what I watched. Yeah. I loved it. I loved catching fish. Yeah. But tournament angling, uh, you know, happened later. Way later. Way later. Yeah. Wow. 
Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. So back in high school, there was n- there was, was n- wasn't an aspiration. He was a hunter. He Just hunted. hunting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At what point then did you say this is something I want to pursue? We fished. Me and my uncle Jimmy fished a little tournament in the basin, and I had fished a couple of tournaments with my buddy Damian Clements too. And I don't think we ever won one, but I won one, and we made a little bit of money. And I'm like, wait a minute. You mean to tell me I can go out and win money by catching fish? Yeah. 2014. Something like that. Yeah. Louisiana I was sportsman. Oh, wow. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. So, 2014. It was the next year, 2014. There's a big local tournament. It draws like 220 boats and uh, around dry runs. I don't know if you know where that's at. Stevensville area, the basin. Uh, mm-hmm. I ended up winning the thing. 220 boat tournament. I had bought my first decent fishing boat, a 2013 Triton. Yeah. And uh, we made a one hour long run, and I weighed in 20 pounds down there, which was a big bag. I was leading the tournament by a couple pounds. Ran all the way back that way the second day, and went in the tournament by four pounds. And I was like, okay, maybe I can do this. Yeah. And it was it, like a reality check. It was. Yeah. And from then, it was just a sickness. Yeah. Just the the bug had hit after yeah, that. Yeah, my bank was like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> 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 well, that, I, the reality of it, and I, and I, I do want, I want to hear more from you. This is, this is a commitment. And we, we touched on it earlier, but I, I love when I have a couples on the couch. It's as much as a commitment from you as it is from Caleb. Talk a little bit about that, because you've got, you guys have two kids. It's a lot of time away from home. It's a gypsy sport. You're here this week, but a lot of the year, Caleb's gone by himself. Talk, talk to talk to us a little bit about that. Well, I have a lot of help at home, but um, we make it through. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to make it, um, well, let's see. I made like three or four tournaments during the summer with the kids, one without. Um, just do whatever we can, really. Yeah. To make it work. Yeah, it's a big sacrifice. I mean, there's yeah. there, there's a lot of lot of spouses probably watching right now that are saying, "You crazy? You can never do that. You crazy?" <laughs> well, I do it, and whatever whatever it takes for yeah. him to live his dream. Wow, Isn't that cra- and it's it's such a key part of it, Dave. I'm telling you, it's a key part of it. If you don't have the support from your spouse and from your family. It hardly ever works. Whenever I tell my wife my dream, she gets mad at it. <laughs> she gets mad. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it involves your dream. <laughs> you know, I'm going to take the high road. <laughs> right. I was going to ask him what is Brian's it? ghost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell him the story about what you called me at 4:15 in the morning for. Uh, oh. <laughs> this is things that nobody really hears about. You know, Except calls me up four o'clock this morning. Well, for the first uh, day, second day. Friday morning. Because I was boat number three. Of this week? Yes. Yeah. So you're a therapist, too. No, well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I had never been checked my insurance or anything like that. Oh. Oh. So I you know, you're boat yeah. one, two, and three. They may check for your insurance. Yeah. So I'm like, I looked through all my photos just to be on the safe side. Yeah. I don't want to be held up. Yeah. And I'm like, uh-oh, I don't have a photo. So who do I call? Calls me up. Are you kidding me? It's five in the oh morning. Oh, my four gosh. Four. I'm like, all right, so, you know, try not to wake the baby, get yeah. out of bed, go through a whole bunch of papers, Prince yeah. St. Anthony. I have no idea what I'm looking for. Yeah. Not even a clue. 
Why, why, why St. Anthony? What's he got to do with the insurance? When something's lost, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, the patron just, saint of lost stuff. Yes, okay. Yes. All right, man. All right. I prayed for 30 minutes to him. I don't know what I'm looking Brian, for. Brian, you, you need to start praying, to, start praying to him. Let me tell you, explain <laughs> this whole thing to Brian the Carpenter. <laughs> Because he's lost so much shit in the last 15 years. Well, you have to believe. Brian, <laughs> all your stuff is somewhere. Saint you got to just pray to St. Anthony. Yes. St. Anthony. Yeah. And I ended up finding it, taking a picture of it, sending it to him, and I said, Didn't even you know, need it. Brian, when you didn't were... Didn't even need it. <laughs> Brian, when you were in that religious karate class, what saint did you guys pray to back in your... <laughs> religious karate class? <laughs> he was, dude. He was a part of this uh, religious group called the Royal Rangers. And they did, on Tuesday nights, they did karate. The rest of us did... <laughs> karate? They did. He did, they did karate. Yeah, they got a ye- he's a yellow belt. That was yeah. a separate deal. Uh, <laughs> uh, Taekwondo class at the church was a separate deal. Uh, that was different than the Royal Rangers. Yeah, it, 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 it was boxing. And, yeah, it was boxing and Jesus, man. <laughs> and I knew about St. Michael being the patron saint of, like, warriors. I never knew about St. Anthony if you lose something. Yes, sir. Patron saint Up here, though, like, anyone who's Polish or Catholic, I mean, Polish or uh, Italian, like, you know, we were all Catholic, yeah. but we're just, like, armchair Catholics. We don't know the, the rules about Well, wait, about Louisiana it. has got a lot of Italian. Mm-hmm. Italian is a big... A lot of Catholics, though. A lot of Catholics. Catholics, yeah. 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 I, I yeah. thought they had that voodoo stuff down there. Mm-mm. No, we do. No, no they do. That, that's, a whole, that's a whole other group. Yeah. Oh, okay. They got voodoo jiu-jitsu. You should have grown up down there. You'd have been well-rounded. You've <laughs> <laughs> been a well-rounded fighter. Dave, we uh, got to remind everybody in. watching and listening right now, if you've got questions for Caleb, Dave, Brian, anybody here tonight, please hit us up on the IM. You could also hit us up on the social media feeds, at Ike Live Show. Brian, what do you got? Hey, Dave, we got a comment that came in uh, that also confirms that Paul Mueller actually did qualify through uh, the nation as well. Yes. But uh, the comment actually came from <laughs> from Tommy Biffle's transsexual ghost. So <laughs> I figured you'd appreciate God. that. Hold on a minute. <laughs> what was the very first Not Brian's ghost, Tommy Biffle's transsexual ghost. What was the very first part of that? Tommy Biffles. No, what about it? Well, why is Tommy Biffle? This, this is an IM coming in from Tommy that Biffles. That was yeah. uh, Do we have a new front Randy Flowers on? This? Yeah. It, oh. Not, you know, I, I have one more Randy question Flowers to go back. We, we went from something before. So you with the kids at home, how do you separate? How do you separate his dad when they're not around? How? Do, how are, I, I was never able to separate myself from being away. He can do it. How do you do it? Dude, it's tough. We FaceTime a lot. That didn't exist back then. I know, yeah. but... You got to do it now. Well, now we have that luxury, right? And you get to see his reaction when he sees your. Yeah. So we have a we have a nine month old little boy and a almost seven year old little girl. Right. And FaceTime is everything. Yeah. Like it's big. seriously, dude. Technology. So I'm going on two weeks away from home right now, and it'll probably be close to two and a half when I get to see him for two to three days, and I'm back on the road to Logan Martin oh. for the open. Yeah. Yep. And it's just. The life we choose, dude, and you get your rewards. You know, it, 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 um, I'm, this is, this is the struggle of my first year. I'm going to eventually get to the point where we can spend more time together on the road. Yeah. But, uh, financially, it's a little tough now, and, and, you know, it's fudge rounds, ramen noodles, <laughs> juice boxes on the road. Yeah. So she's laughing because I love fudge rounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. Yeah. But That's seriously, good. in, Everybody's done that. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, we're going to get there. We only have to believe it'll get better. That's right. Yeah. Power of self belief, man. You can, you can will stuff, dude. And I don't want to leave them, I'd rather not leave them in a, in a 
in a hotel for how long are the days up north? 14 yeah. hours, 15 no, hours of daylight? In the summer. And you I'm kill yourself up there. Yeah. Daylight till dark, and, and they're sitting there, you know, they can do a little few, a few things, but, you know. You can will you can will anything to happen, except if you have a Jeep Jan, Grand Cherokee and you're Eric. You can't will that thing to start because it's a piece of shit. You can will right, negative stuff, too, work. man. you got to be careful with that will. That's right. Yeah. All right, uh, guys, I want to know. So uh, officially from New Iberia. Liberia, the berry. Where is that? Guys watching, li- listening right Lafayette now. Lafayette area. Lafayette, okay. So we're not too yeah. far from swamp. There you go. Swamp people. Swamp people. We're like, okay. as the crow flies, a couple miles from swamp people. Okay. Yeah. But you guys don't sound like you're from there at all. Like, oh, you guys well, don't sound like you're from there. turn on that accent real quick. I throw that frog by that sapper tree ball. I throw it all the time. <laughs> that frog comes out there. Bloom. You sound like a guy from Belmar imitating somebody from Louisiana. You don't <laughs> sound Belmar. like you're from there. That's a place up this way in New Jersey. It has the worst South Jersey accent you could imagine. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now, I want to uh, call you to the plate. You know, we normally, we've been very nice with you right now, but oh. this is Ike Live. Here so we, we do have to <laughs> call you to the plate on that thing. Brian the Carpenter does a great job of digging stuff up somehow. And he got a quote. And this is and, and if this is on this paper, this is true. And it's okay. in quotes. Let's go. And Caleb, this is a quote from you, I think, a year or so back. And it says, direct from your mouth, it says, quote, in a crawfish eating competition, I'd eat crochet and pochet under the table, drink them under the table, then slap their ass and put them to bed without so much as a cover to keep the mosquitoes from biting their soft, tender legs. Wow. I don't know about the soft, tender legs part. <laughs> wow. But everything else but the crawfish and the drinking, I'll go ahead and take that shot. <laughs> wow. Wow. Round of applause right there for chicken, that. Chicken second that one. Chicken wow. second that one. Wow. Other than stink tipping the pillow on him, I don't know what else you can do to emasculate him more, dude. That's pretty bad, man. I'll take that challenge. Oh, my God. Where you at, Cliff? Yeah. Poche. Has some other interesting facts. This is, Like I said, it's going to get hard from here it's on out. It's good. In your FLW profile, it says you have fished <laughs> two events with one top ten finish and a total career earnings of $498. <laughs> And one cents. <laughs> yeah, throw the penny in there. Where's the penny? <laughs> Do you still have that penny? penny? <laughs> Are you serious? It's no, like, look it up. The, the, I'm not gonna believe the penny. <laughs> I fished two BFLs my entire career. It's on. It's on the website, it's on. Dude, right. you have the Federation Championship. You could have done one penny anywhere you wanted to. You got that belt, man. That's right. You know. Hey. I made that. I made that check on Sam Rayburn. It is tough to get a check on Sam Rayburn. It is. Yeah, especially against the the Hammerheads. Collins. Oh yeah, the dudes that fish it every day. Every day. Yes. Yeah. All right. Next fact. Four ninety-five. In sixth grade, your shoe size was thirteen, and at the same time, you had a part-time job cleaning catfish tanks. False. False. Catfish tanks? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Come on. I told y'all I grew up after high school. My shoe. Is a, wait, wait, what grade was this? Shoe doesn't even. It's <laughs> not even a 13. Sixth grade. Sixth grade? No. <laughs> I wouldn't be, if, if I had a size 13 in sixth grade, I wouldn't be fishing, struggling about where my next paycheck is going to be coming from. I'd be knocking some heads off in the NFL. 
Or making movies. Fake, or making fake, movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or making movies. Yeah, good one, bro. Making movies in Aaron's old neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, these facts, uh, I don't know where all this is coming from. Oh, my God. You met your wife at a cornhole competition. I don't know about <laughs> Facts. When you were 19, you auditioned for a Louisiana talent show in a Walmart parking lot. <laughs> oh, man. Is this true? Brian's going this hard, hard, hard rural. Brian's going oh, hard. Right, yeah. Rural. It's all true, uh, man. It's I, all true. Not to bring down what? New Iberia, but I wouldn't put him past and What camera uh, summer did they Google? I don't know. <laughs> Let's end it with this one. When you were a baby... You're an extra in a Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> hey, was I was an extra in Forrest Gump. That's the Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> you was a shrimp. Third from the left. <laughs> <laughs> which one? Uh, I'm just dying to know which one you skipped. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Oh man! Oh my goodness! It's all true, brother. Wow! <laughs> I would have went for a stunt double. <laughs> I have no idea oh, where all this came man, from. Man, that cleaned my soul out. Oh there, my dude. god! I'm crying. <laughs> oh my god! I'm trying. To... <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but it's got their point. I don't know. What year was Forrest Gump even? I have before? no uh, idea. He was man. a baby. You had to be a baby. Yeah, yeah. You gotta go with yeah. that now because you came up with the facts. Bring up yeah. <laughs> Caleb on the IMD database. <laughs> Fresh little plump baby. <laughs> All right, let's. I, I do want to get serious. Let's. Uh, we're we're What's running. What's your favorite uh, kind of shrimp? <laughs> He's gonna keep it not serious. I, I do want to. I want to turn it back here, and I do want to switch to seriousness here. Um, C plus B minus first year. What do you expect year two? Sophomore year going in. Talk a little bit about your expectations, your goals. What, what do you want to happen your sophomore year? Um, I, I, my number one goal is to be a little more prepared on the event. And that doesn't necessarily mean where I'm going to be starting my practice, what I need to be doing, what I need to have tied on. When I say prepared, I mean like, Having a floor jack that works in the boat when you need to change your boat chair tire. That's the kind of stuff right. that doesn't make you spin out before practice. Right. That's the thing that make that's the stuff that makes it tougher on an yeah. event it, mentally, right? It, it, that, the unexpected little right. stuff that's that right. can wear on you. Russ Lane told me that in Lake Travis this year. Um, I got kicked out of my hotel because of the way I booked. I booked too short a notice. I got kicked out for a night. I had to find a hotel some ways away. And I was able to come back in, uh, the next night, and he was like, listen here, rookie, you got to have your stuff together. And that's stuff that you don't need going on during the tournament. This is right. during the tournament. Right. So that's my number one goal is to be yeah. better prepared next year. So you got kicked. You're sticking with I got kicked out of the hotel because of a short booking? Uh, I don't That's what you're sticking really, with? <laughs> I think it was one of those type of bookings where I was driving there. I had just come off like three weeks of guiding and guiding straight and right. I called and I'm like hey I need a place to stay and guess what the, the, the first day of the tournament when all the marshals were there and the spectators that booked up for that one night I'm like right. well, give me what you got maybe they'll have a cancellation I was just joking in terms of like I thought that was like the excuse he came up with the wife like yeah I got kicked out because I short booked 
Like, <laughs> like it had nothing to do with whatever else was happening. No. It's a joke. I know you're not that guy. Whatever. I'm not Bad, that guy. Horrible joke. Sorry. It's all good. Yeah. Terrible. Bad one. I know. Thank you. There are... Uh, <laughs> He's good at bad jokes. There are a lot of oh. people watching that, like I said, they're aspiring <laughs> to do what you you did 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 you know did through the federation, what you're doing now. Give them one lesson. Give them give them one piece of advice. If there's somebody watching that says, "I want to do it. I want to follow your footsteps. I want to follow Caleb's footsteps." That's right. Give them a give them a piece of advice that they can they could learn off of. Don't be afraid to take the chance. Seriously. Don't be afraid to take the chance and run with it. Yeah. Um, I thought about this so much this year that if I would not have lost my job, um, would I have taken that opportunity? Would I have taken that opportunity to get away from a guaranteed paycheck? I, I can't say that I would have. Right. But we've made it work. Yeah. Dude, we've made it work with no title sponsor, very few sponsorships, um, and we've made it work. And I'm telling you, don't be afraid to make that chance. I, take that chance. I feel like there's so many guys that, that can do it, that turn down the opportunity. Um, that, that'd be my biggest number one is don't be afraid to take that chance and uh, chase your dreams. If I could yeah. add to that, people watching and listening, uh, also learn first how to become positive. These are two very positive Absolutely. people sitting yes. here. Learn to become yes. positive before That's you take important. that chance because I took that chance <laughs> and it, they don't always work for you. All right, <laughs> you take a chance. I mean, you're gonna land on your feet. Yeah, right? you're gonna land on your face. You got to believe in yourself first, and yeah, that, that's very important. That's important. Very important. <laughs> Get what you put into it. Yeah, it's important. Well, you, you know, it, it's beyond you get what you put into it. I was working dark to dark, but if you can't, if you, if you, first off, if you're not positive and you don't have the ability to separate your other life, the real life, from the fishing life, you will fail. That's right. Plus, and, don't suck. Well, no. I mean, beyond, I didn't suck. Don't, stop I with didn't that. I did that. All right? Just saying. Yeah, the guy on the sideline always knows how to throw the ball, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you you got you to gotta be, you got to believe in yourself. And they're, they're very positive people. Respect. Thank you, man. Yeah, Thank you. Sure. Appreciate that. Yep. Uh, Brian, let me remind everybody watching, you're watching Ike Live, a very special Monday night episode. Uh, in-studio guest, Caleb Summerall, and his beautiful bride is here tonight. We've been talking uh, uh, about his Elite Series rookie season, his win to Federation Nation. Talk a little Thousand Islands. Brian Carpenter, I think, let's take, you want to take a little bit of break, or yes. do you want to do some IMs, or you want to take a break? Okay. Take that break. Let's do it. Uh, we're going to take a break. You guys are going to hang in there with us? Everything's oh, cool? We ain't All going right. nowhere. All right, Dave, you're away yet. I'm going to come back with a quote for Brian, disrespecting me, that I've been waiting to use. Okay. All right. Hang in there with us. When we Son come back, Josh Bertrand joining us on Skype and a very special guest also going to be doing the TH product review, mystery tackle box unboxing, maybe giving away a few prizes as well. Hang in there with us when we come back. More Ike Life. Boom. My reels, baby. Oh, hush. Watch yourself. Whoa, watch yourself. Come on. 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 Oh, yes! Yes! Yeah, but, but baby, look! I got you a boat! Mystery Tackle Box is the perfect gift for the fishing fanatic in your life. 
It's a monthly box filled with some of the most innovative fishing gear on the market, hand-selected by industry professionals. Check out all the different options available at mysterytacklebox.com. Hey, everybody. Mike Iaconelli here. I love fishing this time of the year. It's cold. It's winter. It's snowing. But if you want to prevent the buildup of ice, use real snot. Every time I'm fishing this time of the year, I put a couple squirts on all my guides, especially the tip, before I start casting. Try that tip when you're fishing under these cold conditions, and you're going to catch more fish. See you later. There's a special place in our hearts for the tools of the trade. They're what we prep for a good day on the water. They're what we clean after a good day in the field. Flambeau's patented Z-Rust technology protects the gear of today from rust and corrosion. Z-Rust, for the performance of tomorrow. Preserve. Perform. Repeat. You work hard to catch your fish. TH Marine has two products to ensure your fish survive. The Oxygenator injects 100% pure oxygen into your live well. That increases fish survival by 35%. For the perfect combo, add G-Juice live well treatment. It calms fish, stops bleeding, removes ammonia, and replaces slime coat. Get an Oxygenator and G-Juice and keep your fish alive. <laughs> 